And Rise of Fame 60 Minutes, good evening. Thank you so much for having joined us this evening. We really appreciate having you on our program. I'm joined by the newly elected uh, Deputy Chairperson of the African National Congress Youth League, Lakizita. He's my guest this evening. My brother, good evening. Thank you so much for joining us. Evening to you too, Musa and the listeners. Uh, maybe we'll start our conversation by just trying to understand as to what really happened at Damini, as you guys say, Malacheni. I mean, there was, uh, you know, the the youth, the process, they said they had over 34 um, uh, branches, of which 12 of them were allowed to participate, 22 out. What is really the truth there? You know, uh, Musa, the truth is that uh, at uh, Malacheni, sub-region, you have uh, roughly 34 branches, now, out of the 34 branches, uh, when uh, there were time frames which were put by the then PCPC, yeah. or task team, which uh, we all formed part of at that particular time, sure. there were all uh, the entire province, uh, each uh, what we so-called uh, branch was given uh, an opportunity to submit their forms. Uh, all branches submitted. Uh, MLSN did not submit. Uh, we tried to email them, reminding them. We did everything in our powers as PCPC to try to ensure, at, at that time, uh, the coordinator was uh, Comrade Stembele Mklongo. We tried to speak to them to see to it that uh, all their membership entered the system, but they could not be able to submit uh, at the stipulated time which was put by the PCPC. Mm-hmm. Uh, the entire membership of Nkangala in its entirety was then taken to Lutuli House for what we call audit. Would it assist us in ensuring that the branches which form part of a con- congress of the NCF League are legitimate and they've followed all the processes? Hmm. Uh, a week or two after uh, the audit, once you audit the membership, there is no branch which is allowed to put their forms. Emalathin then brought their forms at that particular point in time, and there is nothing which we could have done. They were not stopped, but the processes put them out. Mm. So that's uh, what basically happened. There were many queries and so on and so forth. I was part of the disciplinary committee in the, the disciplinary committee and also the disputes also the disputes committee in the province. Uh, their matter was brought forth. Of course there's nothing which you could do because there was exhibit and evidence to show that indeed they did not want to submit in time. So that's what basically happened. Mm. But I suppose then post the whole congress or conference, um, you know, are you are you are you somewhat confident you know, now as a elected leader of the youth league that the process was was fair to all those who participated in it and those even those who were somewhat sidelined by the processes of of the African National Congress itself. In all honesty, the process was very fair. Everything uh, went according to the constitutions. The NC and the NC League, uh, organizations which have rules, uh, uses the constitutions. And as such, we followed the constitution and everything was above board. Mm. There is nothing which was amiss about the Congress. Yeah. Somewhat of resolutions or somewhat of, I don't know what you call them, but, uh, you know, I I call them resolutions. I heard them from, from the SG and somewhat echoed by the chairperson. You know, they were saying somewhat of, 
you know, the low carbon emission, just transition, you know, that policy that was developed or somewhat that was adopted there when you went on your policy conference here in the province. I mean, the Youth League seems to be exactly echoing those sentiments of the mother ANC in the province instead of prioritizing issues of the ANC Youth League, such as employment, because there you do talk about employment. But I suppose when you talk of the low carbon emissions and just transition, obviously you are calling for, you know, just a careful of how we do that process. But obviously there will be shedding of jobs of which we are, I suppose, not for it, you are against it. But my question mainly is on just the idea that the ANC Youth League seems to be the, the, the mouthpiece of the ANC in the province instead of just advocating for issues primarily that concern young people. No, I think you tend to be directly incorrect to say that uh, the ANC Youth League is a mouthpiece of the ANC. That can be true. Remember, Musa, a formally constituted uh, structure of the ANC Youth League is a headache for the ANC. Sure. That's why at times you've seen that uh, for the longest of time the NC Youth League was never there. This chief, amongst other reasons, that we have leaders who believe that a formally constituted NC Youth League is an irritant. And that's what we stand for. To see to it that where the ANC is low paced in terms of uh, implementing uh, its own resolution and policies, mm. we are then able to push them to, to ensure that they do implement them. Mm. You'll remember that for the past uh, four, in fact, six years, there was no ANC Youth League which was alive, country-wide. Sure. So I'm just shocked when you say that the ANC Youth League is a desk or a mouthpiece of the ANC while there was no ANC Youth League for the longest of time. Okay. Let's then touch on that aspect that was raised. I mean, it was raised by the SG, it was raised by the chairperson. I mean, the chairperson said, you know, you would not tolerate this micromanaging of elders, you know, micromanaging the Youth League. And the SG said... Part of the resolutions there is that a strong leadership of the ANC Youth League should should definitely you know emerge from the con- you know conference that does not love money. I mean, there's been quite a lot of talks around how the elders, as you call them, of the ANC, somewhat give the young people money to either wage political wars within the party. Talk us through there. What exactly you know do you mean when you say young people who do not love money? I mean, is that even a factor in the ANC that these young people love money? Is this an observation that you've seen? That there is somewhat of, you know, a, you know, a foul play when it comes to money and young people? No, no. You see, Musa, uh, I think it is uh, common uh, knowledge to each and every person that uh, conferences by their nature or congresses per se, uh, where there's competition in most instances, there are those who will use certain things to get advantage of uh, the others. So in this case, you find that money uh, has, has, has been there in certain, uh, what we so-call, those allegations have always been there. Sure. What we're basically saying is, I think, I am not sure we, within which context are you raising the love of money. Yeah. Because quite frankly, we went to school, <laughs> we want jobs mm. so that we can get money. Sure. The only thing which we are fighting as the African National Congress Youth League is when money should be used, in situations where money is used to buy young people yeah. for a certain purpose. Mm. It's something which we believe is wrong. Yeah. But to say that the love of money, ah, as young people, we do love money. I mm. do love money. That's why I went to school. That's why others <laughs> are at school. That's yeah. why yeah. we are now crying for jobs sure. because we want money. Mm. Bumalang, I'm joined by the Deputy Chairperson of the African National Congress Youth League, uh, Lakizita. I mean, he's my guest this evening. We're looking at 
just post the conference and some of the things that we adopted and some of you know the the, the stature of the youth league leading towards the ANC's national conference in December. I want to touch on that, Lucky, because as a youth league, you know, I had the, the chairperson say that you will not be bullied to pronounce leaders or whom you are backing. But however, you did somewhat, to a larger extent, pronounce as that you would be backing or you are somewhat lobbying for um, now Minister of uh, Justice, Ronald Lamula, you say, as a youth league, you say, no, this guy should take up, you know, senior position within the top six of which he is also said when he was giving a lecture in Komas saying that look young people should take you know part of this um, I mean let's talk there because also the name of joy was among those young people I mean are you confident as a province that you know um, with your backing Ramula could be there in the top six and maybe talk us through you know just the ideology or the thinking behind just you pushing for these two particular names joy and Ronald Ramula among other names that you have cited Thank you very much. True to what you are saying, we do believe that the ANC needs to be in line with times. The ANC cannot be able to continue to only function as a liberation movement. It must also become a governing uh, a, 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 a party. Now, for it to be a, a, a proper governing party, it must move with times. You'll remember that uh, more than 60% of people in South Africa are young people. So it is just evident that uh, we will uh, support the young people to be part of the top six. As you've said, uh, one of those young people, it will be Ronald Lamola. We do believe that uh, through engagements and lobbying other uh, uh, comrades from other provinces and within the province, of course, he will become the deputy president. He will be part of the top six. Mm. But why are you not making that call here in the province? Uh, I am not sure, Musa, but uh, if you were one of the residents of Pumalang, I think you would have already known about that because uh, I think he has addressed uh, several lectures, which is part of ANC work per se, but it was us who are saying that we feel that he should be part of the top six. Uh, no, no, that I'm saying why is the ANC youth not raising that same sentiments of Lamula taking up national, but I mean, why have we not seen young people occupy the PEC structures in the province, particularly the top top structures of the ANC in the province? You see, reform, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a process. It has never been an event. We have to start somewhere. Uh, you might have seen if you followed the 13th Provincial Conference of the African National Congress, I think it was in April. I don't know if you were are, you are not privy to see the exodus of young people who entered there. That should tell you that, uh, in fact, it was a first in this province to see such a number of young people being part of the uh, provincial executive committee. And that should tell you that uh, we are headed somewhere. So it's a process. It has never been an event in any way. Mm. But uh, we are happy. We are excited. We do feel that uh, we are headed somewhere. We might, of course, not be where we are headed towards becoming. But there is a direction. My brother, I just want to thank you for having come this evening. I know... You and I were supposed to talk further, but I mean, due to the to the times, and I and uh, like I must uh, concede up front and say that uh, I apologize because uh, you came prepared uh, with a long hour conversation. But nonetheless, I really appreciate you having come this evening and just to give us a post diagnosis of what really happened on the Congress or conference of the Youth League in the province. Yeah, I wish the Youth League uh, well, and you and as well as other members who were elected uh, well in your tenure. Hopefully, we'll get to. Uh, you know, dissect and just discuss issues further. Thank you so much for having come.
Thank you so much. The Mpumalanga is Ulaki Izita of the ANC Youth League. Uh, he's the uh, provincial deputy chairperson there. Uh, we're just having this conversation post the African National Congress uh, Youth League convened uh, their, their, their Congress there in Malashini. Speaking of Malashini, coming up next, we'll look at some of the other issues that are making rounds as far as politics and as well as current affairs issues are concerned. You're on Rise of Femin 16.